there are movies that you can see, and then there are movies that you gotta see. Pop the popcorn and grab your favorite snack, and join Jim, a former Hollywood visual effects artist, and Michael, just a dude who likes movies, as they sit back and talk about a movie that you gotta see, as well as look at the deeper themes that make these stories more than just a movie. Welcome to You Gotta See This Movie. All right, Jim, how you doing? I'm doing great. Doing good. You doing good? I'm doing good. Oh, but I'm glad good. you're doing good. I'm doing good. All right. So what have you been watching lately? Lately? Uh, let's see. I watched... Oh, here's a good double feature for you. Mm. Uh, Streetcar Named Desire. Okay. Marlon Brando. You're familiar with that one, right? That's the Stella one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those movies where, you know, I watched it and then... I remember. I, I watched it because I didn't really remember it, mm-hmm. but I know it's a classic, so I wanted to see it. And then when I was done, I'm like, okay, I don't really need to see this for the rest of my life. I'm good, <laughs> right? Right. Right, yeah. yeah. It was good, but, but you know. You're good now. I'm good now, yeah. yeah. All right, so yeah, I watched that, and then I watched Meatballs. Oh, yeah. Bill Murray classic. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one, yeah. yeah that's fun. It's kind of like summery, vacation-y mm-hmm. kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Meatballs. Well, I haven't really been watching anything lately. Um, Why not? Well, it just so happens that uh, our family just got back from our vacation, uh, went camping for a couple of days. So it was a lot of, you know, packing and planning leading up to it, and then kind of putting away and resting when you get back. So I like camping. But it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And yeah. I know my wife did a lot of the, the front end stuff, planning and, you know, buying. and. But uh, Camping's fun for kids because they don't have to do anything. They don't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> we get there. They scatter into the woods. They have a great time. And when uh, it's time to eat, they just come running. I'm there to try to figure out how to put up the tent. Yeah. And setting everything else up and... Um, sleep on an air mattress for the next three days, which mm-hmm. to be honest, by day, by day three, my body was like acclimated and I could, I could have camped a little bit longer. Oh, you did three days camping? Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, damn. Came home Sunday. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, but it was a good time. Family good. loved it. My kids loved it. Again, it's all about making memories at this stage and you're right. Kids didn't have to do anything. They just kind of show up and go around have a good time have a good time and their friends were there too right and their friends were there because we went with our with our church it was a big church church camping and it was really great because it's really not like it's like oh it's like a church camp you know it's really low-key and we're really just all hanging out together and doing fun things there's not like a you know an every hour bible study it's we do one thing on sunday morning um, because everyone else is here at church but that's it cool and it's optional so but yeah Good times. Good times. Good it was times. Good times. All right, Jim, what is the movie that you got to see? Movie you got to see is National Lampoon's Vacation. Vacation. 1983. 1983. So this, it's a kind of a, I mean, we should probably say this, that this is, this is a movie you got to see, but maybe this is a movie you got to see without your kids. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, when we, I was we were thinking about this movie and the the movie that I remember watching, uh-huh. it was copied off a of TV. Right. Yeah. Cause I saw it when it debuted on TV, <laughs> popped a tape in the video machine. 
yeah. watched it, you know, paused it, edited out the commercials, and watched that over and over and over again. Yeah. And that's why I fell in love with the movie. You got to see it. And then at some point, you know, I watched mm-hmm. the, you know, bought the DVD. I was like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that got cut out. Oh, he said that. Ooh. <laughs> right. So, so I sorry, I hesitate a little bit in recommending it. Just so this. But, so you didn't see this movie in the theaters. No. Okay. No. So it was only TV. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I mean, I was two when this movie came out, but um, and I think I saw. I can't remember if I saw Christmas Vacation first or this one. Um, so I I can't remember what which movie got me into which movie. Um, I mean, I definitely saw this one first, Vacation yeah. first. But same here with me. I, I only saw it on television at yeah. first as a kid. So for some reason, my kid, my parents really, like they showed me, like I loved like John Candy, Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, uh, all those old, you know, all those old comedians. And um, so it, I loved his movies. Yeah, and there's movies that, that we loved that we just saw on TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Animal House. Yeah, <laughs> TV version. That's that's the one I watch, right? Yeah. The Jerk. The Jerk. T- TV, TV version. version. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of movies that you know that I love, not knowing that there's some pretty yeah. raunchy stuff. I think the first time movies. I I saw this, like the original version, is I think it was like a sleepover with a group of friends. Uh-huh. We went to the video store because we're gonna pick movies out, and I remember like saying, "We got to see this movie." Like you know, I love this movie. Like we we should watch it. It was summertime. And uh, we rented it. I think we came home and the parents were watching it with us. And I was like, oh, like that awkward. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't have watched this. (laughs) (laughs) But but I don't know. I love this movie. And I do recommend it. But yes, not with with children. Not with children. So, but that's cool. So, Chevy Chase, are you a fan? I remember him from Saturday Night Live. Uh Uh-huh. Funny guy. Funny guy. Funny guy. Um, and it's funny because they, well, I was watching the documentary on this and they were saying like, oh, he was like, you know, super popular and he mm-hmm. was like, you know, you know, like super masculine and, you know, it, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, not super, oh, not rock star. I guess kind of rock. Well, yeah, he was kinda, huge. Yeah, he was big, but I always yeah. saw him as kind of this, this kind of this klutzy nerdy guy. Yeah. In my mind, it was almost like this klutzy, nerdy, funny guy. But in the documentary, they, they documentary they talked about him being like this, you know, ladies' man and really I'm sure popular. He, yeah, he pretty and, was. And he probably but was, still but I guess maybe in, in my kid mind, I'm, he was just a goofy, funny guy. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I think he only did one year on SNL and then got like huge, right? Yeah. And so, like I said, like you can't afford me, but I guess he's notorious for not being a really easy guy to work with. Yeah, I've heard that too from a lot of his movies, a lot of his co-stars. But but I've never heard that from any vacation co-stars that they've all really liked. Like all their experiences were pretty good, but from other movies, yeah, he's he's not like the most popular dude. But but he nailed the part. He, he did. And you can tell he was having fun playing the mm-hmm. the dad, the goofy dad, the, goofy the, dad. the embarrassing dad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I to me, Clark Griswold, who Chevy Chase plays, he's one of my favorite characters of all time. 
And I was actually thinking about that. Like one of these days we should do a top 10 list of our favorite movie characters. Um, he would definitely be in the top 10 for me somewhere. Um, so, do, so do you see yourself as that kind of dad? Oh, well, we'll get, we'll get into that, but <laughs> I, there are, there are aspects of him. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that I really love. And, uh, cause I would say that he's a really good dad, but he's probably not really a good person. I, I don't know. Like, but he's a good dad. And, uh, I don't know. I've, I, I've, I've seen all the vacation movies. Obviously there's only really two to talk about Christmas in this one. Yeah. I tried um, to watch the other ones and they're not Europe vacation. No, that's I mean, I have vague memories of it, but I have enough memories never to go back to watch it. Yeah. And then Vegas vacation was okay. That was the first vacation movie I remember seeing in the theater. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was okay. And then they made some weird spinoff a couple of years ago where it's like Rusty and his family going off and oh, having yeah. a vacation. And did you, it was, did, did you see it? You I saw it? did see it. Actually, I think I own it. Um, it's okay. It's okay. Didn't they do a new new version? Griswold family? Completely different actors recently. I think that was it. That was it. Oh, was that it? Yeah, where it was it. It was a. It was Rusty's family going on the vacation to Wally World, and at some point they do stop by Grandma and Grandpa's house, which is, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was an okay movie. It was okay. It wasn't, okay. wasn't great or anything, but but no, I, I love Chevy Chase. That guy, he cracks me up because he does play almost like that straight man, right? Like we talk about like how, and I feel like Adam Sandler's at his funniest when he's just not, being, just being, Adam's, just being a normal right. guy. And I feel like Chevy Chase mastered that the straight man make the scenario funny that he's in and watch him kind of navigate through it. But yeah, the dry humor, the dry humor. Yeah. But this movie has, it, it was almost as if like it was the, at the time, it, you know, people didn't, probably think much of it, but, but let's go. I mean, it starred Chevy Chase. It was written by Harold Ramis, which is the action figure, uh, to your right. Of course, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. And it was written by John Hughes. It was like, wow, you can't miss with that. And, uh, and so, but I think at the time, you know, there still weren't that big of a deal. He had a great writing team, Mm -hmm. a great cast, Chevy Chase. Yeah. Beverly D'Angelo, which she's great. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the newcomers are the kids. Anthony which, Michael Hall. Which Anthony Michael Hall is the best. Yes. He's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Uh, I don't know what the daughter's from. Dana Barron, her name is. Yeah. I don't know what she what else she has done. I think I've seen her in other things, but I, I can't mention yeah. off the top of my head. And then you got Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. That's who it was. Yeah. 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 All right. That's, that's got to be his claim to fame, right? Is is Eddie, being cousin Eddie. Being cousin. Well, because yeah, when you see Randy Quaid walking down the street, you're gonna be like, "Hey, cousin Eddie." Cousin Eddie. Or are you gonna be like, I don't know what else has he done? Well, <laughs> I he know pl- he's been in a lot of things. Well, he's played the same kind of character in uh, Independence Day. Oh, that's right. Ish, yeah. Right? Yeah. He saved the world in his. You know, plane by plane, by flying it into the the alien yeah. space spaceship. Oh no, he was right in flying the jet. Yeah, they gave him they gave him the they controls gave him the to jet. The jet. Yeah. yeah, 
But there's a deleted scene where he flies. He's actually flying the biplane, the, the crop duster. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. That, was, that would have been dumb. So good thing they changed it. Yeah. Anyways, so vacation. Yeah. So, all right, man, what do you love about this movie? What do I love about this? Well, let, let me let me tell you about the movie first. All right. I, got to, I took the time to type this out, so I'm nice. going to read it. Go ahead and read right. it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, 1983, the beginning of the 80s. Mm. All right. Uh, the Griswolds family cross-country drive to Wally World theme park proves to be much more arduous than they had ever anticipated. So it's a classic family, family road trip. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get in the movie, just curious, did you do any crazy road trips growing up? Not not with your family, but like you. Just as a kid. As a kid. Yeah. We would always... We had relatives in Arizona, so it's not really a long road trip to go from California mm-hmm. to Arizona, but it's still, you know, a long trek. Yeah. And I did do did one road trip with my dad and brother and stopped at certain spots along the way and, you know, <laughs> saw some things. Yeah. But nothing as crazy as a Griswold's road trip. <laughs> yeah. From Chicago to L.A. Yeah. To go to a theme park. Right. Which, man, we're spoiled. Because all our theme parks are less than an hour away from Yeah, there. we don't have to drive uh, cross country to go to Disneyland. We can yeah. just hop in the car and we're, we're there. And yeah. Less than I, an did, hour. I did a bunch of road trips with my family, but they were like to Arizona, New Mexico. It wasn't too, too far. But there was one. It was, it was, my grandpa took me and my mom and my sister on a trip and in the RV. And I can remember we got as far as, I don't know, Barstow. How far is Barstow from here? That's not that far. That's not that far. No. Before the RV broke down. And then we got it fixed in Barstow. We kept going. We hit Needles, California, which is considered like hell on earth. It's like in the summertime. And so the air conditioning super went out. Hot. The air conditioning, air conditioning went out. It. And so I can remember all of us, like we spent hours in the grocery store, just walking and sitting in there oh, my, while well, my grandpa fixed it. Yeah. And uh and then there was two other times it broke down and my I remember my grandpa being so like he wasn't like like Clark when he had his moment but he was quiet and just he knew he was having a rough time but but the weird thing is like those are the ones you remember. Like all the disasters had the most the, the, had the memories. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, we did have, we had a breakdown too on a on a road trip with my dad the one I that uh, my brother and my dad went on. And yeah, broke down, uh, going over the grapevine into Fresno, oh, grapevine, yeah. blew the engine, yeah, and actually had to get a rebuilt engine and waited. Oh, now my uncle, li- my uncle lived in Fresno at the time, just dumb luck, and we were able to stay with him, you know, for a couple of days while the car got fixed. Yeah. Remember, we watched a lot of movies, but I don't remember any of the movies we saw, because hmm. there's nothing to do. I mean, in Fresno, we yeah. see movies, yeah. Fresno, California. Well, speaking of car, so I one of my favorite scenes is right from the beginning where they're going to pick up the car getting ready to go on this trip. And I guess like he had it all planned out. It was bought and paid for. But when he goes to pick it up, it's not the car that he wants. And I love that line where he says, like, I'm not your everyday fool. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but yeah, he still gets suckered into he some sucked into it, yeah. of a car. But you may hate this car, but wait till you, <laughs> yeah, dri- wait till you, you drive, drive it. it. <laughs> yeah. 
Eugene Levy, man. What a small part, but yeah, but he played that role perfect. Um, so I guess there was like a run on Volkswagen, or not Volkswagen, uh, wagons after this movie. Like, that, like people wanted yeah, them? Yeah, people wanted them. Like, then they were kind of hard to keep in stock because... Wait, when did the era of the minivan start? That was 80s, right? Probably late 80s, it early must be 90s late. with the soccer moms. Yeah, because yeah. the minivans took the place of the station wagon. Mm-hmm. A little taller, a little boxier, a little more room. Right. But the, the, the station wagon... Yeah, I would say like late 80s, late early 80s. 90s yeah. is when the minivan came into play. Huh. And I actually looked online to see if anybody has done like a tribute car of the family truckster. And yeah, somebody built their of own course. version. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Ugly car. <laughs> <laughs> it sure so, was. So bad. Yeah. And then what I like too is like as it's driving, it's it's squeaking. Yeah. And clanking. <laughs> Like like when you notice like when they're driving down the road just on the open highway and you just hear this little squeak, just this constant squeaking, rattling noise. Yeah. Because it's just a junk car. It's just horrible. Right, right from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And he pulls in the driveway and it's still yeah. running. It's 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 he shuts it out, but it's still dieseling. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's kind of like foreshadowing of everything that's going to happen in this movie. Yeah. But uh my first impression of the car, but you know, what I thought was hilarious is like when they're finally taken off and they're driving and they're all singing songs, you know, like, Oh, we're singing, you know, driving songs and eventually it all dies out. But like, did they not have a radio? <laughs> like, did they not have a radio to listen to? It was just, well, did your parents play music on road trips? Yeah. Probably, but on the right? radio. Yeah. Yeah. We never been like, let's drive and start singing songs. I'm trying to remember if we ever, I don't think we ever sang songs. No, they did though. That must have been like. So uh, maybe like the <laughs> the truckster did not come with a radio and they just like, well, we got to make our own music. I'm trying to think if you ever turned the radio on in. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Probably not. Oh, yeah. He didn't get the radio. Didn't come in yet. No. Yeah. <laughs> so up until this point, like the movie is, is I wouldn't say dry humor, but it's very. I don't mean, have to really pay attention to what's funny about it. Right. You have to catch things. But my, I feel like my first laugh out loud moment and I, it still cracks me up is when they roll into the Western town, the Western city and, uh, where Wyatt are, you know, patrolled and, uh, <laughs> they go into the saloon and they're having their good time. They're trying to get all immersive and he's trying to show his kids and he starts making fun of the bartender. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> Wait, continue that story because that. Okay. So yeah, okay. Yeah, so they're making fun of the bartender. He's trying to be immersive. I don't know. It's like medieval times or something. And yeah. and he's just like, yeah, you know, this is all part of the fun. Kids, check this out. And he's calling him like a yellow belly or whatever, and demanding like two sarsaparillas please and then the guy gives him like a look like don't do it again yeah and then all of a sudden he does it again and the guy this bartender just i don't know where pops up with a shotgun and just shoots him <laughs> and you see clark just, fly he just back. flies back <laughs> yeah. yeah and and uh well you know what's funny is like <laughs> he does this like you know, he's playing dad you know yeah. the trip's kind of educational they're learning things that's right and you know rusty his son 
is like that white herb guy. That white herb guy. He's lame. He's wearing jogging shoes. That's right. And then and then Dad says, "Well, no, they wore those back then." <laughs> and then you, got, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he goes like, and they're like, "Cock, are you okay?" He's like, "No, I'm good. I'm good. It's all part of the fun. I mean, it's all meant to look real. I mean, heck, I even thought the gun was real." <laughs> And then at the last minute, he goes, um, two, please. Yeah. <laughs> He's all very polite and just like calm. And yeah, that, that scene still cracks me up. And, you know, before it's so shocking, you don't expect it. And, uh, but now like looking back, like when I was watching it the other day, I'm watching at, I'm kind of looking at it through the eyes of like the family. Like, can you imagine you're sitting there and you're in this fun atmosphere and then just the, the guy that the bartender that your guy that your dad's just antagonizing, just sounds <laughs> shotgun and blows him away. But then to see him pop up, he springs up real quick, yeah. like, "Hey, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay." I'm okay. <laughs> and he's like, he's feeling all over yeah. himself, like, "Okay, there's, I'm not bleeding, yeah. I'm good." <laughs> but it's so good. That's just one of those scenes that that jeez just came out of nowhere. So and there's the old, uh, you know, you're driving and it's getting late and you just want to keep pushing on, you know, no, I can keep going. I can keep going. I'm good. It's like, you know, don't fall asleep. No, I'm fine. You know, and then there's, a, you, you know, what's coming. Yeah. You know, what's coming, yeah. but it's still hilarious is, you know, they see the kids sleeping in the back seat. They pan over to the mom and she's zonked out and she's sleeping mm-hmm. and the camera starts to pan over to him. And you know, already, you know, he's going you know to be asleep. Yeah. But as soon as you see him and he's asleep, it's just hilarious. The funny thing is that, like, he's not, like, at an almost sleep. He's, like, at a dead sleep. Yeah. So yeah. He's, he's been he's asleep out. for a while. Yeah. Or he's, like, head's back. And yeah. He's done. And yeah. then. <laughs> Drift, drifts <laughs> off the vehicle, highway. Vehicle goes all over the place. And... Yeah. And, again, in classic Clark form, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, they basically almost die, get in a horrible accident. But, no, they drift right into the hotel right into the parking spot and it's like all right we're here we're here (laughs) yeah all right well let's talk cousin eddie what do you think of cousin eddie i feel like every family has a cousin eddie every family has do you have a cousin eddie Eddie? i'm trying to i'm trying to think if i have Um, one maybe i don't know I don't, I don't want to call it any Cousin Eddie. I have Eddie friends family. that are Cousin Eddie. Yeah. But I don't know if I have a family members that are. Yeah. Um, but I, this, this this part of the movie, like, I, I think I like Cousin Eddie a lot more in Christmas Vacation in this movie. But I, I don't know. There's just always something weird and off-putting about this whole this whole interaction he has with Eddie. Yeah. And the farm and all that stuff. And... So I've always really not liked it. I mean, there's still some funny parts, but because, uh, uh, of course, this is where you meet Aunt Edna. Right. Um, and I think she's a great character. But uh, I don't know. There's just I, I, the, I, It could be what really grosses me out is when the girl is stirring the Kool-Aid with her hand. You know, that's funny. Grosses it's, me it's out. It's funny that you say that because what I know about you, I can see that that would gross yeah. you out. Yeah. Like, it's just bothers me and like and still he's you know, clark is like yeah you need help with that yeah. <laughs> you need <a> spoon <laughs> but like not like hey what do you like don't do it and i think clark still got some juice yeah i would not have i yeah. probably would have been the same thing hey do you need help with that but then i would not have touched that now he says uh so real tomato ketchup eddie <laughs> yes <laughs> but it but is that a bad thing 
I was thinking like, what is that? Or he just like blended, I think it's, he just blended some tomatoes and made ketchup. So he wasn't digging it. Or or he was just like, hey, I've been in these situations with you before, Eddie. I want to make sure, am I really eating real ketchup? Oh, real. <laughs> or are you giving okay. me something else? That's the, how kind of like how I took it. Oh, real tomato? Oh, he's asking me <laughs> like, if it is real. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's like this isn't like some weird okay. Okay. nastiness or. Yeah. Uh, I think I think the director, I think he kind of pushed the comedy a little too far and all this and all the characters in the in the cousin Eddie family mm-hmm. where it was just kind of like shock value like jokes and it's just like maybe that's what's a little off putting is yeah they could have just been weird like you know a worm farmer and mm-hmm. you know and, and kind of gross but there's some moments that were just a little too too much a little uncomfortable too much yeah. yeah yeah very national lampoonish I guess but, yeah, and that's why it's National Lampoons. Yeah, they kind, of, they kind of push the push the envelope a bit. Yeah, kind of taking a joke one step too far, where it's a little inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I what I do like about the the cousin Eddie and this family is because it, it was a good contrast. Like, there's a good contrast between Clark and Eddie. You know, you got like a a dad that is trying to do everything for his kids, trying to create these memories, and you got Eddie who's just kind of like kind of like a waste of space in a sense like he could care less about you know making life better for his kids or you know i can't remember if he, oh he got fired from the he let go from the asbestos company right i think so yes in this one and in christification he doesn't have a job because he's uh he's he's holding out for a management position yeah <laughs> that's right but this was yeah, this is the one because they why they wanted and Ed and us because they were ta- he was taking all our social security checks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But what you like about Eddie is he's not a jerk. He's not, he's not a jerk. Yeah, he's not mean. He doesn't. Yeah. Like, he's not like a bad person. He's just weird. You know what I mean? And kind of a life suck though. Yeah. Like hard to be around. You're right. Like there's not a thing you could be like, Hey, I don't like you because this, this, and this. Yeah. He's not, a, he's you not probably a, got, you're probably, yeah, you are a good person, but like, I still just don't want to hang out with you or I could take you at 10 minutes at a time. Yeah. He's gross. He's gross. He's inappropriate. Yeah. But he's, but he's got a big heart. Got a big heart. He, he's kind yeah. and he's, pol- he's polite for the most yeah. part. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he gives him those shoes. That's true. Right. He does give him the shoes, yeah. but like again, like dude, you could have gave it that money you could have had for your kids, yeah. like money you could have had for real ketchup, right, or or whatever. And uh, <laughs> that's right, those leather white shoes. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, so that's where we get Aunt Edna, Aunt Edna the the that they was. Oh yeah, you're just gonna I'll take her on your trip. Cause Phoenix is on the way yeah. to LA <laughs> and then he has to get the dog. So I wondered about the dog scene with you. Cause I know you're, you're a pet guy. You have dogs. So yeah. was that a sad scene? Is that cause it, to me it's funny. Well in the, yeah. In the context of the movie, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff's just over the top Yeah, and, and ridiculous. So you can laugh at it, but you don't want to think about it too much. No, because it's horrific. Oh, it is horrific. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you think about what actually happened, yeah, you know, to the dog on the road, it, that's awful. So he accidentally, yeah. For those who haven't seen it, he accidentally leaves 
He ties the dog to the bumper of the car and then forgets to get the dog from the bumper. And then like miles down the road, a cop pulls him over and it's just like, I can't believe you did this. And Clark you, has no idea. You sick. You make me <laughs> yeah, sick. You make me sick. Clark's like, what did I do? But, but Clark doesn't feel too bad because that was a pretty rotten dog. It was dog. a mean dog. That was a mean dog. Yeah. Yeah. At the very end. That, that, <laughs> again, one of those just throwaway lines. And I guess that's one thing about Chevy Chase is that he's like, he was the king of improvisation. Yeah. Like he could just come up with things. Like he's a very smart com- uh, comedian. And he would just come up with things and man, that, that just when they, when they come and they bring him the dog and he like freaks out, he goes, what is that a dog? I don't know. There's something about that line. It's just, it gets me. He goes, what is this a dog? Yes. Of course it's a dog. Wait, what line? Wait, when was that? It's like right when they're getting ready to leave. Oh, oh okay. And like, again, he just got the, the ball dropped on him. Like, oh, you're taking Aunt Edna. Uh-huh. And. And by the way, you're taking. And the by dog. the way, here's the. And then the the boy runs back. Oh, here's Anna and his dog. He goes, what is this a dog? <laughs> so, yeah, that's good. But yeah, dead dog. R.I.P. It was it was sad. It was sad. They try to keep it keep it from Edna, but the cop kind of ruins it. He ruins it. Lets them know what ha- what what happened there. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, you know traveling road trips and you keep seeing the same group of cars or the same family on your trip and well who does he keep seeing the girl in the ferrari the girl in the ferrari yeah yeah so i thought about that yeah and i mean i guess because oh, <clears throat> i actually watched this movie i watched half of it i mean i've seen this movie before but i watched half of it um before i went on vacation and then have it when i got back and for a part of me, I was started thinking, is, is this girl just in his imagination, or not? Not that the girl, but is like, is he was he reading into her too much? Um, but I guess she, he really wasn't because then I watched the second half, you know, last night, and um, she really was like into him, or just toying with, him. or she just was, toying. She's with just him. teasing him. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's probably doing that with guys all on our whole road trip, whole road trip. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's that one scene where he sees her and she's surrounded. She got like two guys next to her. Yeah. 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 And Clark and it, would just do the weird stuff. And yeah. <laughs> do the dancing. With the the dance, the sandwich, the sandwich, dance, dance. sandwich dance is the best. Yeah. Yeah. But for him, like, like going back to this whole, what I said was a foreshadowing because now everything starts to, kind of crumble for him everything starts to you know you start off on this amazing road trip you're gonna go to wally world which is of course it's it's pretty much disneyland and you're you have all the best intentions like you 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 have all the best uh you know or yeah you just you're you the anticipation is so great but then all these negative things keep happening and and he's, and, a, and he's a good sport. And he's a good th- sport through the whole thing up to a, a point. Up to a point, and he finally gets to that part where I think the beginning of that is when they crash the car in the desert. You know what I mean? When they launch, they launch off the desert and they crash it, and it's done. They can't fix it. No, but he's still in good spirits, though. Remember, because he, <laughs> yes. he, he heads out into the desert, right? 
singing, singing 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Well, yeah. Before that, I love what I love about that. Cause again, Clark is like, I feel like Clark is so relatable a lot of times. Cause you asked me like, Oh, am I like Clark? And I'm like, well, there are some things. And at one point when they first got out of the car and like, everyone's mad at him. Like, man, you, you just drove us off a cliff about 50 yards. He goes, that's nothing to be proud of. And he goes, yeah, of course, of course. But then when he gets, he goes, 50 yards yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah i did that i launched that car 50 yards but um but yeah eventually and then uh, well I, one of my favorite scenes of the movie is that that father-son talk he has with his son because he's just like look i gotta go off into the desert and go get rescue you need to stay watch the girls he goes but let's have a talk and like he shares a beer with him yeah and he says like you know i'm my dad shared a beer with me when I was a kid. I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. And, <laughs> and he takes a little sip. He takes like, a little a sip. A little, nice little sip, yeah. you know, to get the, you know, to start the moment. And, mm-hmm. you know, like probably in his mind, he's thinking they're going to pass it back and forth mm-hmm. and have this great father-son conversation. And, yeah. and the get, son just downs it. Yeah. Downs it like he's done it before. Yeah. <laughs> and I watched him, I mean, close. I mean, he, he, did it amazing you know he chugs it yeah you know does a less swallow adds mm-hmm. a little burp a little smile on his face he's like the kid's funny yeah he's really and then funny. he has the can back to chevy and chevy goes for the sip he goes yeah cracks it yeah so i gotta admit <laughs> well not admit but uh i had a moment like that not with my dad but with my grandpa i can remember this is going camping uh but this is where i'm at the age where i wasn't I think I was in high school and probably like a freshman, sophomore. And this is where it's like, now I'm bored to go camping and we're at a campground, but I'm going with my family. And I remember just kind of sitting in the RV watching movies a lot. And, and I remember my grandpa came in and be like, Hey, do you want a beer? And I'm like, uh, sure. My parents are there by me because my grandpa had the RV. Yeah. And I'm like, sure. And I remember getting it. And it took, it was like, it was a Budweiser and it took everything in me to finish it. Cause I was so, I mean, at first I'm like drinking it. I'm like, Oh, this is good. But I had the hardest time, like towards the end there, I'm like, Oh, sick. And I don't know if my mom ever let on, but, or I think I just stayed in the RV the rest of the <laughs> night, but, but I'll never forget that. Wait, did, you, did he share it with you? Or he just gave you one. He gave me one and then he was in there with his own. Oh, okay. And then so he's in there for a little bit. He goes, oh, but I got to get back out there. And he walked back <laughs> out. And uh, and I was kind of left in there in there to watch movies with a beer and a red cup. And so. That's funny. So, yeah, I totally related to that. I don't feel like I'd be doing that with my own kid, with my own son. Which is weird because I there, there's a lot of the way Anthony Rusty... Uh, the way he related to Clark, I feel like my son relates to me in the same way. Like I'll be just talking to my son, all sorts of things. And my son just kind of listens. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Dad. Like not really like continuing the conversation, just kind of like, yeah, of course, of course, you know? And, and that's what I love about their, their relationship because he really did think like his dad was the hero. We're looking at Clark as an audience, as you know, I wouldn't say a flawed. Well, yeah, he's definitely flawed, but 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 a guy who's trying to make it up as he goes, 
or he's trying to like trying his best. Right. But for Rusty, he looks at his dad as if like he's got it. He knows everything. He has everything under control. Well, yeah, he does. But he also has this like, dad, I know you're just making this up and I know you're faking. You think so? Yeah. Oh, like when he catches him in the, in the, in the pool. Yeah. 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 That one time. Yeah. He's like, He's listen, yeah, but he listens to his, the whole spiel his dad gave. He yeah, goes, so you think great, Dad. Do you think mom's gonna buy it? Think mom's gonna buy that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he knows. Good talk, son. Yeah. Go to bed. <laughs> yeah, but maybe that's what it is because that maybe that's the he's on his the side. voyage yeah. that you see throughout yeah. the whole movie because the movie starts with him and Rusty at yeah the dealership, and Rusty's just kind of sitting there watching his dad haggle with this guy. And maybe throughout, and he didn't win the haggle. He he ended up leaving with the the car he didn't want, and he, you know, finally gets to the point to where yeah, he's at the hotel, and uh, he finally kind of sees his dad crap, but he still has like he still looks up to him, like that's still his dad. Yeah, and it's kind of like it's kind of like Clark is playing the part of dad yeah i'm gonna be the dad and this is what dads do and this mm-hmm. is what dads say dads do and, and even rusty is like he seems to be very aware of the fact that he's the son mm-hmm. this is what sons do this is what sons say yeah sons support their their dad their dad. dad and even though they know dad's faking it he's a good guy i'm gonna be right there for him kind yeah. of a thing so that's yeah. kind of you know yeah that's like yeah going to the beer thing because it's like he downed the whole thing yeah and i think Clark thinks like, oh, this is my first beer with my son. And I think Rusty's like, mm, I've had a couple. I've had, I've been drinking since, right. you know, a couple of years. But, but I, yeah. So everything, everything I feel like goes downhill for Clark after that crash. Because then after that, he loses all his money. Uh, the, the mechanics like that fix his car, barely fix his car. And basically steals the rest of his Because they say, yeah. like, how much you have. You no, know, how much is the repair? He goes, doesn't matter how much you have. Yeah. We, Take everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then not long after that, Aunt Edna dies. Yeah. Well, then they then they lose the credit cards. Oh, that's right. They lose the credit cards. They've, the, yeah. You know, what more can happen? What more can then happen? the luggage falls off the roof. Credit cards are gone. Yep. Aunt Edna dies. There's no money. Yeah. And uh, then Aunt Edna dies. Yeah. How Has her, you know on the way there and at this point he's just so frustrated that you know nothing's going to stop him from getting to wally world and the moment in the movie which never saw it as a kid because i think this was a scene they cut out they went straight from uh dropping aunt edna off to to driving into Wally World or to California is when he finally loses he it. He loses it. <laughs> so well the moment he loses, I mean he, when they're in the car and they're and they're and the kids the kids gave up. The wife is giving up and say, I just want to go home. We just want to go. We're and, done with this. We're vacation. done. We just want to go home. And he's like, no way. Man, I can't yeah, I can't repeat what they said, but yeah. Just that the him slamming on the brakes, him slightly turning his head and then him saying like, You guys are all messed up. <laughs> and yeah it just goes off and has this little breakdown moment because it's been building and building and building and building and you you know we can all just have so much and i feel like i've had those moments i mean i didn't say what he says but i've definitely been frustrated and 
pull the car over, pull the car over. And like my kids are, you know, when they're tired, matter of fact, I, we did have a moment where I, for like a day trip, I took my kids to the mountains to Arrowhead and we got lunch, but then they were complaining like on the way down how tired they were. And we wish we were home. And I'm like, come on guys. Like you just had this day, this, this trip that, you know, now you're, you guys are complaining. So I totally get it. And just him being so heated and like his son goes to like, Hey dad, are you okay? Yeah. And he says, don't touch. <laughs> like, don't touch me. Like, just let me be. And so I always imagine like the rest of that car ride was just quiet. <laughs> but like, he's, he's still looking silence. forward. Yeah. He's still driving. He's on a quest. He's on a I'm quest on, for fun. A quest for, for fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. That, that to me, that is, that sums this, that whole scene sums this whole movie up because he's determined to do, you know, what they set off to do, not letting anything stand in the way. So I love that. Yeah. So dad, dad loses it. They have one more stop before they go to Wally world, a little rest, a little reflection. Yeah. Little change of attitude. Now they're on their way to Wally World. All right, we're good. We're still together as a family. Yeah. We can do this. So that goes to in the idea of pushing through, right? Because none of them want to go to Wally World. They want to be done. But the dad says, No, we're gonna do this. We're on the quest for fun. He's in like, you guys will will have fun, you know, and no matter what. And the kids and the mom don't know any better. They're done, but they're just, in the sense, they're held hostage by him. And they make it to Wally World, but then all of a sudden, what? Their attitude's completely changed. And it's closed. <laughs> You're jumping right to the closed part. I am, yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, did what, what was before that? Well, I don't know. I think that I think it's just that funny scene of the anticipation. They pull into the parking lot. They're the first ones there. Yeah. Supposedly. Well, uh, no, I was just saying that, like, the idea of like, yeah, that dad did push through and he was right. They did make because the minute they got there, like they were all excited, you know, like they're hugging each other. They're, uh, you know, they're high fiving and they have that classic, uh, where's that song from? That that song's from a movie. Oh, chariots of fire. Chariots of fire. Yeah. Have the classic chariots of fire running and it's a big buildup. And I love it when when him and Rusty they're gonna they're gonna race yeah they're gonna race right <laughs> and they're running and it's slow motion mm-hmm. and 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 Clark's kind of letting him win and he gives him a little funny look <laughs> like oh you're not gonna beat yeah. me yeah that was really good it takes off like my son's not gonna beat me yeah um, but <laughs> yeah and and it's closed and I love how they just assume like oh we must be the first ones here yeah like we did it look at that it's amazing. I still think, like, what would you do? I mean, real life, you, you you travel that far, you show up to your destination, and it just, it's closed. And it's closed. And it's just closed. For two weeks. So two it's not weeks. like you're closed for an hour. And you can't stick around. You can't stick around town for two weeks because nope. you can't afford to. Yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, do what he did, I guess. <laughs> no, really. What, okay, really, what would you do? What would you, what would you, you, in your shoes? In my life, shoes. Your shoes, real life. What would you, well, what, what would I you would, do? I mean, you're not going to go get a gun and break no. it. No. What would, what would you do? I would really consider myself as a failure. Like, wow. I, I blew, like, I would probably take that on me. 
Yeah. Because now it's like, well, I'm sure there's like some second rate you gonna go little nuts. carnival that I can probably find. Okay, you're yeah, but like this yeah. isn't you know Disneyland. This isn't Wally World. You you have to do some fast thinking. I'd have to do some fast thinking. Like, oh, how can I make this fun? Let's go to the beach. I, I don't go to know. The beach. Go to. But the... nothing. Nothing will compare. Right. Nothing would be like. Wow. We really. I don't know how I could make it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it would be really completely just over. Because they want they want to go to Wally they World. To to Wally they want to see Marty Moose. They want to see the characters. They want to yeah. go on the famous ride. Well, yeah, they I mean, we to... we understand that it's it's like we said, it's Disneyland. It's Disneyland, yeah. And there's no theme parks that compare to that. No. So if you set out to go to Disneyland and then you end up going to like, I don't know, Castle Park in Riverside, oof, <laughs> woof. It's bad. a big difference. Bad, yeah. So, so nothing compares to that. And, and right, uh, yeah, get us get go to the sporting goods store, buy a gun, and, and it would be hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what he does. But it's one of those kind of movies where we can, yeah, we can make it funny. Yeah, we can make it funny. Make it funny. Get the gun. Yeah. Take the security guard, which played by John Candy. Great, great part. Great part. Great character. And uh, the, he makes the he makes the security guard take him on uh, on all the rides. Yeah. So, but of course, <laughs> I like how I I don't. It, it took me a while to figure out like how did people how did the SWAT team members know that there was like a hostage? Because but then I always forget about the other security guard that Clark just leaves. Yeah, he, he made the he call. made the call. He made the call. Yeah. yeah, and gets the original, like the owner, which is he looks just like Walt Disney, right? Right. You know, Roy coming Wally. in to see his, you know, you guys broke into my park, and so, so I know you know this, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Did you know that that whole end scene was not the original ending of this movie? I didn't know until recently. Okay. Which makes me think, and I didn't, I haven't put that much thought into it. So did they just end the movie originally by the park being closed? No, they end it where they go to the park. Okay. It is closed. And his, what he then does after that is he finds Roy Wally's house and he goes to his house to hold him hostage. And to go to the park? I well, eventually what happens is it's almost very similar to Christmas Vacation, how that ended. It's like they saved that ending. Yeah. Um, they go to the house and the same thing, SWAT members, cops come, and it kind of ends with them, same thing, like, oh, what do we do? But how they get out of it is it turned out that the girl, Chrissy Brinkley, that he's been seeing throughout the whole journey end up being his daughter, Roy Wally's daughter. And she kind of gets them off the hook and oh. begs her dad, like, oh, let him go. Oh, let's just take him to the park. And then then it ends with them going to the park. But you never see them go into the park. So it just ends with them leaving in the house, leaving from the house. That was the original ending of the movie. Wow, I almost kind of like that better. No, really? I, no, don't. I don't know. I, I mean, it... it no, I don't know. I'm think about like, movies that... I like the idea of, of bringing her character... Full circle. Full circle. That I do. That like. I, I like that. But I mean, I can't admit. Think about movies that had that build up for an ending that you never see, right? This whole oh, movie no, is no, about no, them I, going to the no, park. You need to see should, them. Yeah, in the they park. should have still gone to the park. Yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah, I no, yeah, it's a, it was a good ending. call, good yeah. call ending. But yeah. I yeah, I do like the idea of like the girl meaning something. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, it's his daughter. But yeah, yeah so they do it. So I looking at just like again this this crazy inappropriate movie at times it's like what can we get out of this you know and i really do think like the the bigger story the theme of this is and being a dad myself with with kids and and trying to do things and go on vacation is that you know he he really tried clark had this idea he wanted to take his kids to like the greatest thing in the world for a kid disneyland right or Wally World, and 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 take them on the classic and, American road yeah, trip, and, and see learn the things, yeah. and like and like you when you plan those things. I, th- I think I said this in the beginning that when you plan those things, you have such great hopes and expectations, like oh this is going to be amazing, but then reality sets in, and like oh it's not that amazing. Like you like oh we picture like when I went camping, we picture camping, it's fun, it's fun, but then there's a lot about camping that you don't think about. Like, you know, the tent and the, the straw, every time getting in and out of the tent, it's like, oh, I got to zip this up. And then the zipper gets caught in the tent. And then it's like, oh, then I got this thing. And then my sleeping bags, it's just, there's a lot of like little things that can frustrate you. Mm-hmm. So I think about that and I think about just like, you know, how God has given these, you know, when we think about spiritual warfare and, and how as believers, we do have an enemy. We have an enemy that will, you know, steal, kill and destroy or seeks to do that at least. And when we think about spiritual warfare, the problem when we think about warfare, we think of the like war movies or star Wars or like these grand things. And, but what I've come to learn and what I've been told is that like spiritual, spiritual warfare, spiritual things don't always look spiritual. Like it can be simple things that can disrupt your family. And I look at this whole, this whole car thing, I mean, this whole road trip is Clark dealing with spiritual warfare as he's constantly dealing with all these new things, right? All these things that just get thrown at him. And, and so, but he pushed through and that's what I love about, even though when, when his family was done, he still knew what was best for his family or he at least knew what his family would ultimately want. And he pushed through no matter what. Like he could have gave up. He could have been like, "Yeah, this is bad. Like we need to we need to be done and go back." The minute he lost his money, the minute he crashed his car, should be like, "Yeah, we're we're done. We're done. We're going home." Yeah. And I think there are there like another dad like say like Eddie like cousin Eddie, like I see the contrast probably would have done that right. A lot of dads would have done that, but not Clark. He pushed through because he knew what his family wanted. And I think just me and with me and my wife. Like there are things that we now know that we pray through or that we take into account like, all right, this could happen. So like, it could be like a random headache. My wife gets headaches, but like at the most, at the worst times. So like, we're, we're going to be like proactive about that so that that's not going to affect our vacation or our fun time or, or whatever. Um, because you know, yeah, I feel like just God wants us to push through for those things. Yeah, if you look at situations like, you know, family get-togethers, relationships, road trips, mm-hmm. it's a quest. It's a quest. And it's a quest for fun. It's yeah. a quest for good times. It's a quest, you know, for togetherness to making memories. Yeah. And if and as long as you have in, in your mind that, yeah, there are spiritual things 
there are forces that want to ruin. Yeah, and rob you of that. Rob you, steal your joy, steal your fun, ruin relationships. You know, just just trash. You know, just trash the moment. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, you got to push on. But I think yeah, if you have it in your mind that 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 these things are going to happen, and and deal with it. Yeah, deal with it the best you can, and not give up, and not give up. Yeah, yeah, and just keep going. Because I, you know, I I know they made that other stupid vacation movie a couple of years ago with Rusty's family, but you know, let's let's assume like Anthony Michael Hall, Rusty, he's probably what late fifties, early sixties now. Mm-hmm. Think about like I would I would be willing to bet that those characters will look back at this vacation as like one of the greatest, like that's like when they're getting around for Christmas or Thanksgiving, oh, yeah. they're talking about, do you remember that time? And remember, and, and then you is like, dad, I can't believe you strapped her to, to the, the roof of the car. car. Yeah. And Clark's like, yeah, that was crazy. I didn't know what I was thinking, you know, but like, those are the memories, right? That that's what they remember. And, and the fact that like we got to do Wally world and you know, there was no one in the park. And, and so, so really, it truly is a gift to keep going. And I think that's what, like, yeah, like like everything, like if you think about just like the promised land, like nothing easy, like God gave them that land and, and said, yeah, this is yours. This is your, you have it, but you gotta go for it. You gotta keep pushing through. And nothing was easy about taking that land. Nothing was easy about getting the prize, right? But But it's about the prize. And I think that God just, I mean, God gives us the strength to endure. He gives us the strength to keep going if we want to. But if we quit early, you would have ended. Yeah. Yeah. And you just, yeah, you miss out on the joy and the, of the moments. Yeah. And, and, you know, and you think like, you know, things you do when you're kids that are like the most awesome, mm. it could be when you crashed your bike. Yeah. You know, skinned your knees, you know, uh, those are the things you remember and you think mm-hmm. it was a great time. It's like, oh, really? Getting hurt? That's a great time? Yeah, yeah. 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 That was a great time. I broke my leg when I was five years old riding my bike. And my dad thought I was faking it. And he made me ride my bike all the way home. With a broken leg. With a broken leg. <laughs> with one of those uh, uh, brakes that, you know, you have to push back on the pedals. Oh, yeah. And I was going downhill and I couldn't. Stop! So I crashed into his truck, and of course he yelled at me for that. Right. And it wasn't until the next morning that he saw my leg black and blue, and like realized, oh, this is this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> but we laugh about that now. Yeah. Like that's a, that's such yeah. a funny joke, and like mm-hmm. being a dad myself, like I, there's no way I like I you know look back look down on my dad for making that decision because he's figuring it out as he goes, just like the rest of us. But but yeah, so it's just yeah, it's creating those memories. It's it's going for that prize that God has for us and, and not giving up. And I think so quickly we think that we, we can think any um, resistance or anything negative is, Oh, this must not be God's will. And Oh, I, I'm just, maybe I'm not supposed to do this. And we don't take into consideration. No, it could be the enemy stopping you. And so that's what I, I like, I got out of this was just that, that Clark didn't stop. I'm taking my family to war. I set out to take my family to Wally World. I'm not going to stop until I take my family to Wally World. So, good stuff. Good stuff. Good dad, Clark. Cheers to Clark. Cheers to Clark. Mm-hmm.
All right, Jim, do you have any movie magic for us? I don't, but I have a movie magic moment. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see, the movie was 83. So late, late 80s, very late 80s. I worked at DreamQuest Images, visual mm. effects company. Walking into their lobby and going down the hallway and up on the wall was the matte painting of Wally World. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which was super cool. That is, how big was that? It, from what I remember, it's a long time ago, it yeah. was probably about six feet wide. Okay. Yeah. And this is the, the painting that they're, they're running up to. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. So, yeah. So, the Wally World in the, in the movie was shot at uh, Santa Anita Racetrack, the parking lot mm. in Arcadia. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, and a uh, huge parking lot, that, that bridge, um, you know, that they went under. So, that was a matte painting as well. And then, yeah, so they pull up to basically to the entrance to the Santa Anita racetrack and they use the glass mat process where they basically painted uh, the scene of all the rides and uh, the signs yeah. and everything as, as, a, as a painting and uh, composited that together to create the uh, entrance to the park. That's cool. Because yeah. I know the actual park park was Six Flags. Six Magic Flags, Mountain. yeah. But uh, I didn't know the parking lot was Santa Anita. Santa Anita That's racetrack, cool. yeah. That's neat. And actually, that's where I learned to drive, was that, was that oh. parking lot. Nice. Yeah, huge parking lot. What year? Was it close to this movie? No, let's see. Where I learned to drive. Yeah, it was close. It was yeah. close, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, I learned, I learned to drive in the Wally World parking lot. <laughs> I never thought about that. That's cool. There you go. All right, well, let's do it, Jim. Let's get into this movie battle. Movie battle. Trivia. Again, this was going to be another tough one to lose for me because I love this movie so much. Um, so good luck to me. But you go first. Okay, I have a feeling my questions are probably super easy for you. I hope so. You always ask hard ones. You always say they're easy, but they're never, they're never easy. All right. Am I going first? Yeah, go first, man. All right, well, we already know that that uh, Wally World was filmed at Six Flags Magic Mountain mm-hmm. in Valencia? Yeah. Valencia, Valencia. California. Uh, did you frequent that park? I did. And I went on those same roller coasters same. that they went on. Okay. Yeah. All Revolution right. and Colossus. Okay. So my question is <laughs> what were the name of the roller coasters? <laughs> and you probably already know, but yeah. I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay. So the Colossus was renamed as. Oh. Uh, I know the second one. Whippersnapper. And which, I mean, that was, which, that was Revolution. Was Revolution so, was Whippersnapper. Whippersnapper. Okay. And the Colossus was named. I don't know. Was this like a half pointer? I think it thing? should be a half pointer. All right. Cause you did get, you did get one of them. Right? Okay. Yeah. What was the other one? Colossus was renamed the Screaming Mimi. The Screaming, yes. Cause you can see it on the yeah, you're right. It didn't have, right. I don't think it had a big sign on it, but it, it was, no, but the sign. The sign is on the roller coaster. Yeah. So I should know that. The screaming meme. Because they stand in front of the sign for the whippersnapper, the big sign. Yeah. So, all right. That's a half point. I'll tell and you. And I do remember. I do remember Revolution. As a, yeah. What's it called today? I don't think it's called Revolution I think anymore. so. I haven't been there in years, so I don't know. I seem to recall them rebranding it and, and retheming it. It's, hmm. it's probably called like Spider-Man or <laughs> Superman or whatever IP yeah. they have at, at right now. What? Yeah. All right. Are you ready for my question? Hit me. All right. So when they visit Cousin Eddie, and of course Cousin Eddie is 
who he is. He needs money. How much money does Cousinetti ask Clark for? I have a number in my head, but I don't know if it's right. Okay. $160,000. That's, that's, that's way too high. Was it $60,000? It was $52,000. Oh, see, my first one was $60,000. Oh, well, I've been closer. But it still wasn't $52,000. No, it wasn't $52,000. So I lose. You lose that one. Okay. Yeah, he's whipping out his wallet. He goes, sure, Eddie, how much do you need? Yeah, he goes, yeah. I have about $52,000. Puts his money back. Puts right, his wallet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the next one? All right. All right, you know this scene very well. I know it's one of your favorite scenes. Oh, shoot. All right. When he goes into the uh, saloon mm-hmm. and starts uh, hurling insults and, and names at the bartender. Now, you already mentioned already Yellow Belly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are three other names Gosh. that he used. Now, I'm giving you three. You just need one. Okay. Okay. There's three other names he calls. Actually, there's one. There's something about... There's actually four if you want to include a, the funny phrase he said, too. Oh man, I'm gonna get it wrong, but I know the second part of it. It's like lizard lips, chicken lips, something lips, right? No. No? No. Oh man. I give up. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I'll take the O. Okay, for, okay first first one is Knucklehead. Knucklehead. Then yellow belly. Yellow belly, which I got that one. And tenderfoot. Which turns into the phrase, hey, tenderfoot, move your chicken wings, turkey. Chicken wings. Turkey. And then oh, wow. right before he gets shot, he says, Hey, underpants. Underpants. Boom. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a good one. Hey, Tenderfoot, move your chicken wings. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten any of those. No. Yeah, I thought for sure. I was like, Oh, you're going to know this one. All right. All right. Well, my second question is same scene. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I'll give you a little bit of hint. It's a famous city where Wyatt Earp. Did his thing, but can you name the city that they were at? Was it Carson City? Carson City. Carson. Yeah, I'm going with that. Carson City. Uh, Dodge City. Ah, oh, Dodge City. Dodge City. Dodge City. That's close. That's close. close. Right. Dodge City. All right, so I'm still winning with a half a point. Yeah. Let's go. What's your, what's your next one? All right. Marty Musong. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to start this off, Okay. All right, oh, so geez. Uh, M is for Mary. Mary, Mary, wait, M is for Mary. We're Mary, you see. O is for what? I don't know. You don't know the Marty Moose song? I don't know the Marty Moose song. I don't know. It's just not. You don't know what O stands for. Being optimistic? S is for super swell family glee. E is for everything you want to be. Did you know this without looking this up? You just knew it. I knew the O one because the O O is funny. I always thought, and I kept wanting to sing it like this whole time before we started the puck. Marty Moose. Who's the moosiest moose we know? Marty Moose. Who's the star of a favorite show? Marty Moose. And Miss for Mary. Mary were you see. Oh, it was for uh, occupation. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. Oh, it was for oh gosh, oh golly, oh gee. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. I just was cracks me up. Oh, it was for oh gosh, oh golly, oh gee. I kept wanting to say that the whole yeah. time, like all day today, and I was like, I can't sing it. I can't sing it. Uh, 
That's a good one. All right. All right. Uh, man, I have one more question. I have two. But I'm going to go with one. Man, I, I hope you don't get did it. Did I give you all three? I gave you three questions? I did, didn't I? No, you gave me. Yeah, you did. That I was did, your third okay. one. Yeah. Right. So I'm not going to get another point. But if you get this, then I'm in trouble. I lose. So. All right. All right. Man, I'm tied between these two questions. All right, here we go. What kind of gun does Clark say he has to the security guard? John Candy says, what kind of gun is that? He goes, oh, it's this. Well, we know it's a BB gun. It ends up yeah, being I'm talking about like what he tells the security guard. What kind of gun does he tell him it is? I don't know. I know it still has a price tag hanging from it. Which it does have the price tag, yeah. He tells him, he goes, what kind of gun? He goes, this? He goes, oh, it's a Magnum PI. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. All right, good. I took that one. Heck yeah. Wow. I'm gonna give I'm gonna with a half a point win. This this is a this is a no point question. Okay. Oh, you have four questions? I got four. Okay, well, I got another one. You wanna Man, do, do this? I, do I wanna roll the dice? You wanna do this? All right, let's roll the dice. You might lose it. I might lose it, but I don't know if you're gonna get this other one. Okay, this is kind of a trick question. Okay. Kind of. How much does Clark pay for directions to the expressway? Be careful with your answer. How much does he pay for directions to the expressway? Twenty dollars? You don't know. Because <laughs> well, he said he actually doesn't pay. It's his wife that pays. Because I'm not gonna pay that. And then she goes, "Well, it's well worth it." And then she pays. Does she? He doesn't pull it out of his wallet. No, he doesn't. Because he doesn't want to pay. And the wife's like, I just want to get out of here. He says, can you get what? For free? And he's like, and he's all. Yeah. No. Clark, I know Clark does not. It's the wife. She takes the she, money out of her purse because he's refusing to pay. And then he hands the money. I don't remember how much it was. Was it $5? I think it was $5. Or $10. Oh, it was $10. Because the guy says, guy says, $5. He's like, I'm going to pay you $5. Oh, that's right. Because and then he doesn't get. And then the he change. says, "Well, here's a ten. Here's a ten. And he just and folds he it. Wrote, he puts it in there. So yeah. he ends up paying ten bucks. So the answer is ten dollars. Yeah. That's what it costs for directions. Which that's true. Which he never got. He never got. He just got directions to find to ask for directions. I still think he pulled it out of his wallet. He does not. Well, we I see the wallet, doesn't he? Because it's Beverly. It's it's she pulls it out of his wallet. Of I, it could be his wallet. Maybe, it's his but wallet. she's the one that gives him the money. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, well, my last question is this. In the beginning, what was the color of the car he originally wanted? It was a blue, but it was a certain blue. It was a certain blue. He actually says a bunch of things, but I'm just asking for the color. I'm not actually... Was it sapphire blue? Sapphire, sapphire blue. blue. Final answer? I feel like it was like star something blue, but I'm just going to go with sapphire blue. It was the Antarctic blue super sports wagon with CB radio and optional rally fun pack. <laughs> That's what he wanted. So Antarctic blue. Oh, Antarctic blue. Yeah. All right. I'll take that half a point victory vacation All right, you, belongs to me. That's All right. Well, what is your ranking and final thoughts of the film? Jim, this movie uh, came in at a 7.0. Wow. 
that's that's low for me that's that's low that's low for you well, well i mean for me for me my my ranking was an 8.8 oh that's pretty high yeah i like this movie a lot oh wow yeah and to me like it's one of those fine movies that has aged for me really well i wouldn't say the the appropriateness hasn't but um because there are the, there are those cringe moments, uh, but I think I loved it as a funny movie as a kid, and I see it completely different now as an adult who has my own family and my own kids. So, um, I that's why it's high for me. And even this the the crazy Lindsey Buckingham song they sang in the beginning, "Holiday Road." Did you like that song? Um. I mean, it's not like a favorite song, but I like it. It works, this. right? It works with this. Yeah. So, like, before we set out on our recent camping trip, I put that song on. Oh, did like, you really? All right, kid, here we go. Yeah. No one knows what I'm, you know, I'm singing in my head what this song is, but kids are like, oh, the song sucks. <laughs> did they really? Well, they don't say that word, but oh. they didn't really care for it. Now, did you know, did you know it was Lindsey Buckingham, uh, Fleetwood Mac? Yeah. Like, like, from the first time you heard it, did no, you recognize it? No, not the very that? first time I saw the movie, but. I mean, probably because I've been I've I've always liked Fleetwood Mac, and I I mean I probably saw realized it in the '90s sometime. Okay, I I've never I never noticed listening to it like who it was. Yeah. I just thought it was just some random movie band cover, not cover song, but like just yeah some band they put together. And I'm listening to it, and I'm like, oh, who did this? It's like, oh, oh yeah, that does yeah. yeah that does sound yeah, like Fleetwood Mac, Road. right? Yeah. So then I asked. I asked my wife, and she's seen the movie a bunch of times too. And I figured, oh, she's not gonna know, right? <laughs> so, hey, do you do you know who I did the song the song for this? And she's like, kind of sounds like Kenny Loggins, but I know it's not Kenny Loggins. Mm, that'd be a good guess. Though, she said, it sounds time. like it sounds like uh, it really sounds like Fleetwood Mac. I'm like, what? Mm. Yeah, yeah, Lindsey Buckingham. I'm like, what? How, yeah. how did you know that? <laughs> she knew that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. Great movie. Um. If you are into movies with really good like documentaries, like how the movie was made, the Blu-ray copy of this movie has a really good documentary. Great documentary. Great documentary. Like as far as like extras go and learning about the movie. So I highly recommend that if you're into special features and and documentaries like that. So all right. Well that wraps it up, Jim. Um, this was fun. It's a good time of year to talk about this movie. Again, it's a movie that you got to see, but not necessarily a movie you got to see with your kids. So take that into consideration. Right. But uh, but if you're a family guy. If you're a family guy. Husband. Good movie to watch. Good movie. Yeah. So, all right. Again, uh, if you like this and if you like things like this, then please subscribe and give us a like. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for coming and see you next time.